I'm Jakub Voigt, the CEO of Catalytic, and this is Unbundled. In this series, I hope to demystify technology in the world of business. Join me as we explore how technology can make your business better. In this episode, we are chatting about backup. We're talking about the different kinds of backup, why it's important, and what can go wrong if you don't pay attention to it. By the end of this episode, you'll have a clearer idea of why you need to have a backup plan and what to do to address it. I'm joined by Derek Street from Storvault. Derek, welcome. Good morning. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, um, so uh, as you said, I'm Derek Street from Storvault, um, and I've been in the backup space for about just over 10 years now. Uh, been in distribution, reseller, vendor, uh, and now Storvault, like it, uh, pretty much acting as an MSP now, right? So, uh, yeah, that's about it. Sounds like you started in the days of tapes. <laughs> Very much so, right? Uh, back in that day, cloud wasn't such a thing, right? <laughs> so the whole offsite conversation was de- very much a physical uh, moving of, of tapes, right? Okay, no wonder you look older than you are. <laughs> okay, so let's start. Uh, what is backup? Uh, yeah, quite simply, it's just very simply that. It's a copy of your primary data. Uh, to a different location, right? Um, and the, the concept hasn't changed much. The way that we do it, though, change, has changed quite a lot, right? Uh, and the reason for it is we, we're just trying to safeguard important company data. We want to ensure that if something does go wrong with your primary set, that you've got a copy of it in a different location so that you can recover and carry on with business. Okay. So I I read um, unbelievably in the year 2020, there was a global survey, and here are some of the, the stats that I just couldn't fathom. Oh. Uh, they said 90% of companies are backing up data. Only 41% of it are, are doing it on a daily basis. They say of 20%, 26% backup daily, 28% backup weekly, 20% backup monthly, and then there's 10% that's not backing up at all. Yeah. Furthermore... of organizations reported data loss resulting in downtime um, and 41% reported losing productivity or money due to data inaccessibility. And in the last, which was a very interesting stat for me, is only about 20% of IT professionals follow best practices. So it comes back to a continuous theme in this uh, in this uh, podcast series of ours where we talk around how business understanding what oh. what the risk is and what to look for. Um, so let's maybe let's maybe delve into that. Um, are there different kinds of backup? Yeah. Um, so I mean, the different there's different kinds and different ways of backing up. So I mean, you can back up a desktop or a laptop. You can back up a server. You can back up something that is already sitting in the cloud, like a service, as an example. Office 365 is an option of a backup. But then there's different, even further into that, there's a physical-based backup. There's a virtual machine backup. Um, and then there's a file-based backup and an operating system-based backup. So, yeah, yeah, it's quite it's quite broad, um, and it very much is dependent on the requirement from the customer. So it's so a business case, use case, what, what their requirement is uh, in order for or data protection. Okay, so you mentioned something that's interesting, and I think uh, a couple of days ago we we had a bit of a chat about it. You mentioned the cloud, Uh um, something like Office 365 or one of these big hyperscalers. Um, Surely if I've got services there, I don't need to worry about backups. It's multinational titans, and they… Yeah, 
So it's a, it's, a, it's a really good question, right? Um, it, and and it's addressed in a, in, in a couple of ways, right? So so we first need to unpack what it is the service that you're getting first of all, and then there's going to be risk versus likelihood, right? Or risk versus probability, if we want to call it that. So the first thing is if you have a look at Office 365, is it's very simply just Exchange in the cloud. They've just they've, they've unbundled this big capex expenditure what we used to have in the old days where you had to buy a huge big set of hardware you'd bought a complicated licensing model um, and then you had to manage it and service it yourself right and all they've done is they've now offered you that same thing as a service but that's what they offer nothing more nothing less that's what they offer so it doesn't include the backing up of that so the conversation comes into what well, is my data safe and am i going to lose data and if we're honest with ourselves then microsoft's not going to the data corruption is going to be non-existent. Let's be realistic about it. The probability of that is practically zero. But there are a few things that it doesn't address. The one is going to be a compliance perspective because one of the things that we want to do when backing up data is have it in a secondary site, a second location, so that if something happens to the primary site, we've got a protected copy in another area. So backing up of Office 365 would address that. The second thing, and and this, by the way, this is not just Office 365, would be any sort of cloud platform that provides a service, right? It doesn't necessarily include backup. And the second would be for deletion of email, so unintentional or malicious deletion. So if you delete the email, it goes into recycle bin. Depending on your retention period, it then gets removed. And that's not a fault or anything at the at at Microsoft or any of the service, but it's not at all that. It's just that's what their service is, and it doesn't include backup. And people need to – and often that is not investigated because it's not really up to those service providers to disclose that. They are just saying this is what the service is, and often that is missed. It's, a, it's quite a common theme, actually, not just with Office 365, but with any cloud-based service providing. People assume that because it sits in a different environment that everything is looked after, and generally it's not. So if I've got a server sitting in Azure or yeah. AWS as an example, oh. what you're saying to me is is um, I should worry about backup? Yeah, well, it's your responsibility to ensure that it is backed up. It's not theirs. They're just providing the infrastructure for you to host your, your, your stuff. You still need to make – you're still responsible for making sure that that is still backed up. And it can back up within that same data center. It can back up within the same environment. But that's your responsibility. So on that note, then let's talk about what what can really go wrong. Um, do you have an example of something that you've experienced uh, of a customer that that backed up or didn't back up? Yeah, um, we get we've got quite a few. There's two that sort of ring to mind, um, and these are they're quite common. Well, the failures aren't common, but definitely the setup and the configurations are quite common, right? So the one is the customer just backed up onto a, a local backup device. Um, which is which is pretty good practice, right? Because it's taking it off the same hardware and putting it onto a secondary hardware. But there was no third copy. There was no offsite copy, and there was a power surge. And both the primary infrastructure and the backup um, device both got affected and went down. And they had no access to their data. And the only access they could get is they had to order new hardware or replacement kit. And as long as that took was the lo- the length that they had without data. And that's that's quite a lengthy period. The good news is that no data was corrupted or, 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 or affected so they could recover it. But what's quite a common theme which we see is where people actually back up to their same infrastructure. So we, another, there was a customer that backed up their primary data onto their primary infrastructure just into a different storage pool and into a different area. And their whole system crashed. So they lost primary data 
and backup data because it was sitting on exactly the same infrastructure. I mean, there's reasons for it, right? Because backup can be a schlep. I mean, particularly if you're looking in the smaller environments, when we're having a look at tape, what happens is there's a manual intervention. It becomes challenging. We are pushed for time. You know, there's a lot of things that we, we need to remember. We often forget. So automating the system to back it up onto a disk is not a bad option. You just make sure that disk isn't part of your primary infrastructure. Otherwise, there's potential problems, right? So you mentioned something there now that's, that's always interesting to me because um, I think the, the act of backing up is a portion of the, of the backup exercise. So I back up and I, I might have multiple copies of backups. Is that where it ends? Uh, no. <clears throat> so, yeah, there's, there's a whole bu- – I mean, I don't, I'm trying not to get too technical, right? Well, not that I'm technical. I'm not very bright, let's be honest. <laughs> so so the whole idea is that we, we need to understand a few things. Is, is what data do you want to back up, right? What data do you want to protect? So that's an important thing, right? How many copies of it? So do you want to do dailies, weeklies, monthly, yearlies? And those are important things because they're just periods of – it's a point in time where you want to recover to. Um, and then there's going to be your attention. So how long do you want to keep that data for? So how long do you want to keep your dailies for? How long do you want to keep the weeklies for? And how long do you want to keep your, your yearlies for, right? And that can vary very much depending on customers' requirements. Some customers only need data for one year. Some customers need it for the retention of the, the lifespan of that business. So, you know, as an example, if we take an insurance company and there's a life policy, that's unlimited retention because they need to ensure that 80 years' time, 70, 60 years' time, when that policy is pulled, that they have access to it if need be. Okay, but you're, getting, you're not getting to the point that I'm getting to. Is the, is the mere fact that, I've, that I'm doing the backups and I've got all these copies, is that enough? Uh, because my question is always, how do I know that that backup is actually working? Ah, sorry, yeah. Okay, so from a store perspective. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so so the backup technologies, all of them are pretty good. Um, and they'll do what is called a consistency check when we do the backups. They ensure that the data that leaves this side matches it when it ends up on the other side, right? Um, so they'll do a consistency check to make sure. But best practice, which is really, and it's, a, and it's an important thing to do, is to do test recoveries. All right, and this is a thing that should be scheduled quite regularly, um, just to ensure that first of all that the mechanisms that you have in place work, and second of all that the data is recoverable. Because there's that whole conversation: is that backup is useless unless you can recover it, um, and and that just really is the case. Because there's no point in backing up something if you can't recover, if you can't restore. Right. So, so yeah, there should be definitely test restores that need to be be scheduled. Well, that to me comes back to that one stat around 42 percent of the organisations on a global basis. Oh that reported data loss due to the fact that they couldn't recover data. So yeah. it's a, it's almost like a false sense of security to say, well, don't worry, I'm backing up. Huh. But if I don't uh, test it and make sure that I know that it's actually going to work for me, it's just that. It's a false sense of security. Yeah, it is, right? Because, and this is the, the challenge, is that when you do a backup, the application or the, the service provider will give you a green tick to say that it is complete and it is successful. But it only is telling you that the backup is successful, right? And it is ensure that there's been no corruption from the point that it left to the point that it arrived. But it can't tell you whether it backed up corrupted data at the start. Uh, so recoveries are, are, are very much a necessity, particularly when we're talking about critical applications, right? So what we can do, there's an option where you can actually back up an entire VM, a virtual machine, and you can rest, you can actually boot that up from the backup. And people rely on that because they can get their information really quickly. But if that's not tested, if there's no recoveries that are tested, then that can be a very big waste of time, right? Because you have this 
this false sense of security that everything is there and waiting for you to go. But you know, the, the test will guarantee that. Okay, so on that, so on that note, so if I'm a, let, let's say I don't have a big IT department, oh. I've got some IT outsource resources, and you and I spoke about skin in the game oh. quite a bit the other day. Yeah, um, how do I know what to back up? Because yeah. the minute we get to these types of things, yeah. it's always your yeah, but I'm not technical in. Mm. So that's a difficult conversation. Um, it's not the easiest thing in the world because there's two there's two mindsets, right? Let's back up everything, and let's back up as little as we possibly can because there's a cost associated to it, right? So back up everything is not the right call. It's it's time consuming, it's wasteful, it's expensive, right? Uh, and backing up as little as possible is often quite a risky a risky option as well. You know, just because you, you may leave out something important. So. If if you have a, a consultant coming to the business, and it doesn't have to be a very serious one, but understand what data is important to, to the customers and put relevant security measures against them. So if it's really important data, back it up regularly, right? So understand what are your critical applications. Um, understand which things are going to generate money for the business, and those need to be prioritized, that that needs to be backed up. I would think that any any unstructured data and any application data should be backed up because it's been generated by the business and it will have some value. Okay. The question is how often um, and to where. And to where. Mm. So, so, and again, to me, what what came out of this uh, conversation is backup is is not a it's not an IT function. It might uh, the, the the mere fact or, or the the exercise might sit there, but from a business perspective, yeah. as the owner or the manager of the business, you've got to understand what the important data is in your business that you need to back up. Yeah, you, you want to apply different policies against those, right? Uh, based on the importance of the of the data. So another question that I wanted to ask you, which uh, comes back to this cloud story and backup and uh, ransomware. Oh. It's something that's uh, quite a, a common term these days. Yeah. Can backup protect me from ransomware? Yeah, so it doesn't protect you, um, but it's a safeguard. So, so as an example... Um, you can back up ransomware, which is a challenge. So we, if the ransomware is already on your, in, your, in your environment and you back it up, you're not going to be safeguarded against it because you can have backed it up. But if you've backed up an environment before ransomware has landed, then you've got a clean state. You've got a point in time before your environment has been affected. So that's how backup can, can assist you within the ransomware fight. But there are other measures now because ransomware are now starting to go after backup applications. They're starting to go for actually attack the application so that you can't recover it. So it's important to understand what measures either your service provider or the application that you're running has got some measures to, even though that you haven't backed up a ransomware, ransomware, that you still can't be attacked by one. So backup is a good good method. And, And if we go particularly really old school, right, and it's a little bit competition for me, but if we go really old school, the best one is to go to tape because you've got this gap, you've got this air gap, right, which cannot be affected by, um, uh, um, you know, by an internet connection. So that's probably the most safeguard. But these days, it's becoming a little bit cumbersome. Uh, the 80s called and they want the exactly, tapes back. Exactly, <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So so back to that 20% of IT professionals, that only 20% that follow yeah. best practice. Yeah. I'm, I'm the, let's say I'm the owner of a small business. Huh. How do I know what best practice is? How do I know that what my, uh, let's call it IT guy is telling me, how do I know what be, best practice is? Yeah, so 
and there's going to be best practice in a lot of areas, right? It's like how often do you back it up, where do you back it up? But there's a few sort of basic rules to just sort of try and get to because best practice is going to be very much driven by the organization. But like you said, when you get to the smaller guys, they might not have any sort of idea. So there's going to be like you get a three, two, one rule, so three copies of your data in two different locations. That's quite an important thing to try and to try and sort of drive to. So, you know, I have my primary data which I work on. I back it up to a secondary copy. So I've got a second copy in case something happens to the primary. And then I've got a third copy that sits off site. All right. That's quite a good thing because then 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 you're covered in sort of any environment. If if sorry, in, in any event. If your primary data is corrupted, you've got your second copy on site in that you can recover from. But if that gets stolen, and in small organizations, that's usually the risk, is that it, that servers get stolen. So the office gets breached, they take all the all of the infrastructure, and they're left with nothing. So that's when the third copy, then off-site copy really then does assist. The other best practice that I think is important is how often do you want to back up stuff? So a daily is kind of what you would deem your minimum. There's a there's two sort of things to consider when backing up, which we call RPOs and RTOs, right? Recovery time objective and recovery point objective. And a recovery point objective is is when in the day well let me go back. Let's rather go recovery time objective. Recovery time objective is is how long it's gonna take you to recover something. <clears throat> so if you've got non critical data and you can wait twenty four hours to recover your data, then your recovery time objective is twenty four hours. If you've got very critical data, right, and you need it you can't have it lapsed. You need to back it up every 10 minutes. Then you would do that for, say, an SQL database that's running your financial transactions, right? So you'd back that up every 10 minutes, and then your recovery time objective is that, right? So so what we need to understand is is what is the company's recovery time objective and the company's RPO recovery point objective. So I think if I had to translate that into simple terms, <laughs> if I'm a small business owner yeah. and my data gets lost, uh, for as long as it takes me to get that data back, I can't transact, so there's an inherent cost Correct. to that. Correct. If I cannot requ- recover any of the data, then there's a, there's a serious risk for the longevity of my business. Uh-huh. So I had an example of a estate agent that had about 20 years' worth of uh, business yeah. contacts, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, on a laptop, and a laptop got stolen, and, and there you go. So yeah. you've got to go back to the Rolodex, seeing that we're talking about tapes, and try and rebuild the business. So, uh, and I think that's the important thing. Is it sounds like complicated terms, but at the end of the day, is the time that it takes us to restore is yeah. is basically the cost of yeah. losing existing business and. Exactly. If you put it like that, take a bank. If they can't transact for 24 hours, can you imagine how much money the bank would lose if they can't transact for 24 hours, right? So that's a really, really important thing. And and um, and therefore, having the ability to recover that quickly is extremely important. Okay. Thanks, Derek. So I think it comes back to a central theme of the, the partner that you choose to work with um, that's going to that's gonna act as a trusted advisor is, is super critical and, and that's important for the longevity of your business. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Unbundled, brought to you by Catalytic. A series aims, uh, the series aims to de- demystify technology so that you can make smarter decisions in your business. Remember, you can listen to all the episodes on the Cliff Central app or website. And then for added convenience, you can subscribe to podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you can listen. If you're looking for help with your communication tools for your business, please visit catalytic.co.za. Cliffcentral.com.